think for a moment, what do you remember most from your high school or college classes? This is Dana Hebriard and Cindy Camp. We teach a class at Aquinas College that focuses on helping young people become world ready. You might be surprised to know that career is just one part of this class. We actually spend just as much time studying relationships, happiness, and citizenship. The best part of the class, though, is partnering each student with a mentor who's enjoying retirement in the second half of life. Instead of focusing on a generation gap, we talk about a generation swap because we know there's so much to learn from each other. Stay tuned for a conversation with one of our swap mate pairs. Today on Generation Swap, we're talking with Sue Miller and with Khalees Jeffries, one of our Swapmate pairs from our class. I'm one of your co-hosts, Cindy Camp, and I'm here with Dana Hebriard, and we are delighted to welcome Sue and Khalees. Uh, we would like to have you both first tell us about your own life story. Just give us a little idea of who you are and um, your journey. Okay, so... I graduated from Aquinas with a degree in English and Latin and uh, uh, got into the work world doing a publishing company for a little while, but then I got into teaching full time and I was a Latin teacher mostly or an English teacher at Catholic Central and uh, East Grand Rapids. And then when I retired, I went back to working part time for uh, elementary school teaching Latin. And now I've retired again. <laughs> I think I've really retired, except I'm tutoring kids online in Latin. So, so not completely. Well, you mentioned that you're also a volunteer and helping with the COVID clinic downtown, right? Yes, yes. I've been doing that the last few weeks. And I, I uh, was a volunteer at Spectrum Hospital. And they got hold of all of the volunteers because we haven't been able to volunteer at the hospital. And they um, inoculated us uh, with the vaccine and, you know, encouraged us to help out with the program. And I wanted to be able to do that. Yeah, that's been interesting. Yeah, I think our whole community can be grateful to people like mm -hmm. you, Sue, who are helping make that clinic uh, run so smoothly. Can oh, it's such fun. It's so well organized and everybody's so happy, happy to get the shot. You know, they, they come dancing out of there. <laughs> 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 They're free. <laughs> Well, Kaylee, what about your life story? Yeah, so uh, my name is Kaylee Jeffries. Um, I'm 22 years old. Um, as you guys know, we talk about it all the time. Basketball is my passion. Um, I grew up playing basketball since I was 10. Um, I attended Forest Hills Eastern High School. So I'm born and raised in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, I graduated in 2016. And after graduation, I went to Siena Heights University originally, and then I went to Aquinas College, and then I went back to Siena Heights, and then I came back to Aquinas College, <laughs> and <laughs> it's been a crazy roller coaster. Um, I was able to learn a lot about myself. Um, I was able to mature a lot. Um, I'm glad to be back at Aquinas and uh, playing basketball here, currently captain on the team, so yeah, that's a little bit about me uh, before we get into this podcast. Thank you, Kaylise. And I know you mentioned that you're 22. Sue, would you share with our listeners your age? Uh, I just turned 73. 
Wow. Young so, lady, yeah. <laughs> lady, yep. <laughs> yeah. So, carrying the two yep. of you, one from the first half of life and one in the second <laughs> half of life. Yeah. And I'm going to ask each of you to share a little bit about your first impressions of each other. Now, you met in January when the class started, and this is mm -hmm. April, so you've known each other for four months. So would you tell us your first impressions meeting Kaylise? Well, the, the first time we met, uh, Kaylise grabbed me and hugged me. <laughs> and it was like, oh, what a sweetheart of a girl and what a dynamo. And she introduced me to fruition, uh, Sciables um, over in Easttown. And, you know, I, I lived around Easttown for a long time and never, well, you know, it's, it's relatively new, but I was real surprised. And uh, so it was just a delightful meeting. Yep. Just a real dynamic young lady. I think she's going places. And those bowls are delicious. They are. <laughs> yeah. so kind of yeah. choice there. <laughs> a whole new thing for me. Kaylee, <laughs> uh, how about your uh, impression meeting Sue for the first time? Yeah, I mean, our first conversation we had was over the phone, I believe. Well, that's and right. I got to learn a little bit about her. And I, you know, originally I was like, okay, she's a little bit older. I'm not sure how this is going to go. If we're going to have common ground. And it was just easy. I mean, conversation flowed. Um, and then when we met at fruition, I was like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. I have to give her a hug. So I gave her a big <laughs> hug. And, you know, we were able to just talk and it was, it was natural. I mean, she's mm -hmm. easy to talk to. Uh, so it was a great experience uh, getting to meet Sue for the first time. Well, and I know that both of you have had to learn some maybe new things during this time of, of COVID. And in the last sev several years, can you tell us what new beliefs or behaviors have most improved your life? I mean, Kaylee, you, can you maybe expand a little bit about what you've learned going to the two different institutions and what you learned? Yeah, about I mean... I don't know, I guess just consistency um, was a big thing that I learned throughout this process. And I learned that when things get tough, you don't quit or run away and you push through. Um, and to relate that back to your question, going through the pandemic, uh, a lot of times I wanted to just be done. I'm like, okay, I can't go out. I, my social life is, is being restricted now. So um, I guess through my experience with school and sticking with Aquinas, coming back, having to pay off a bill because I couldn't come back until I paid off a bill of eight grand, um, it actually equipped me a little bit for, you know, it was a life lesson um, that I could bring into this pandemic. Um, and I, I handled it better than some of my peers around me too. And I noticed that, okay, maybe because I've gone through this other thing, um, it, it helped me to be able to handle, I guess, the, the, um, the pandemic. That's great. And I'm so glad that you did keep and have show that grit and persistence. It was tough. It's still tough, right? Yeah. Yeah, for real. It is. Sue, what about you? Well, I think for me, I, I haven't been all that technology smart <laughs> And I really had to uh, learn how to Zoom if I wanted to stay in touch with my friends. And uh, so that I have 
several groups are my book club and, uh, another girls group that I'm with, and we all get together in, in zoom meetings. And, and that's been really nice, you know, but I've ended up being the one who has to organize it and set it up. And, and I found out it's not really that tough. <laughs> and I know you guys petrified me last year when you said we were going to do a podcast. And I thought, <laughs> oh my word, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and then, then it went really smoothly. So yeah, I think the, the pandemic and COVID has forced us to learn new things and that's good. Sue, I remember because you were one of our mentors a year ago when we did our class. And mm -hmm. when we realized we were going to have to record our podcast interviews virtually, you had already been using Zoom. Now, maybe it was <laughs> a little bit of an intimidating thing for you, but you had jumped right in with two feet. And I was so impressed because, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit younger and I found it, you know, kind of intimidating to start to mm -hmm. use uh, these virtual technologies. So hats off to you because I think you were a real early adopter. So I, I think that's impressive. If you want to talk to people and you live alone, you've got to do something. Yeah, yeah you have to embrace that. Well, and, and that's a great segue into our next question about life. Life is full of both those successes and those failures. And we often learn more from our failures and having to try things and, and keep persisting, as you mentioned, Kaylise. And so can you talk about a favorite failure and what you learned from the experience? Sue, maybe you could go first. Okay. Uh, favorite failure. Huh? <laughs> you know, I, I never really um, interviewed well for jobs and I changed from uh, Catholic Central to East Grand Rapids after the second interview that I did uh, a couple years apart. And I think, you know, learning to be able to um, be yourself in the interview, I, I realized my son was a senior at East the year that I first tried to interview for the job. And, and I really wasn't sure I wanted the job because I wasn't sure I wanted to be involved, you know, in his way in his senior year. <laughs> and I think that came through and I didn't really realize it, you know, but then the second time I interviewed, it was a whole different situation four years later. So um, then, and I did the same thing at, at uh, Kentwood. I went twice for an interview before I got in. And I think it's just a process of, knowing how to present yourself. That's a great lesson. What about mm -hmm. you? Um, yeah, my favorite failure, just going back to um, leaving Aquinas for the first time. Um, I was billed, so I left mid-semester um, and, and I had a basketball scholarship and I left probably October, um, October, November. And I was billed, I think six grand when I went back to Siena. And I wasn't able to get my transcripts back, but Sienna offered me a basketball scholarship to play. But you can't play if you, you don't have your transcripts. That's just an NAIA rule. Um, and I couldn't receive my transcripts until I paid off the six grand. And I ended up staying at Sienna, not working, not putting anything towards my bill. And the bill ended up going into collections. And I know you guys hear me talk about basketball all the time, but it was something that I literally wasn't able to do because I wasn't. I wasn't on top of what I needed to handle in order to do that. Um, and my parents wanted me to learn from this situation. And I did feel like a failure because I'm like, 
I'm not doing the thing that I love the most. I'm the most passionate about. And so when I decided to come back to Grand Rapids, I worked multiple jobs. Um, I continued to work out um, and I got in touch with Coach B. He's the head coach at Aquinas. And he offered me the opportunity if I was able to pay off the bill. And I had to decide, okay, Kaylee's, this is something that you want to do more than anything. And I feel like I've never really worked for anything um, super hard in my life because my parents have always, you know, been there for me. Um, and this was something that they weren't going to enable that, that in me. So they said, Kaylee's, if you really want to do this, you have to do this yourself. So I put in the work and I learned a lot about myself. And I actually was able to say I'm proud of myself for the first time because it's something that I worked really hard for to get back into school and get, you know, get back playing basketball. So, you know, leaving Aquinas the first time and being built sixth grand was probably my best failure, my favorite failure mm -hmm. in life. Well, I, I thank you for sharing that story and thank you for being a student leader and for being um, someone who can also then share with students who are coming after you and just about that persistence. So I, I know that you're a coach as well and that, you know, yeah. all that mentoring and, and all of those lessons that you infuse at a young age, I, I know will be so important. Yeah. Let's pause for a moment so we can reintroduce you. We are here with Sue Miller and Kaylee's Jeffries, two of our swap mate pairs this semester. And we're really enjoying talking with you of just about what you've learned from this experience. This first, this next question is for Sue. Um, in what ways have you been able to live authentically or be true to yourself at, at, in retirement as you've gotten older? Mm. Um, I think I've been able to be myself because I'm not so busy doing, um, you know, the work world. You have all those uh, deadlines. And, and I mean, in education, you're, it, <laughs> we always said it was kind of like a roller coaster. You get on in September and you don't get off until June. <laughs> and you just keep going from one thing to another to another. Um, but it's nice to have that freedom to be able to explore um, different things. You know, I, I've been involved with uh, Ollie classes, and so I'm learning all sorts of different things. I just got done with a, uh, the Oscar Awards class this morning, and uh, earlier in the week, I was on the Vietnam War, <laughs> so it's... it's um, great to get to experience all those different uh, well-educated, wonderful uh, teachers through the Alley program. And I, I have time to exercise again. I'm out walking and doing yoga and uh, I enjoy being able to do that. I think all of that, especially the yoga, it's like it, um, you learn how to breathe. <laughs> I don't know that I ever breathed <laughs> from September until June uh, when I was teaching. So it's like nice to be able to be yourself, be real. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Well, what mm -hmm. advice would you uh, have for, for young adults? And, and I know oftentimes we ask for advice uh, in the sense of what would you tell them, but what would you tell them to ignore? Like what advice do you <laughs> often hear um, that you're like, oh, don't pay attention to that? Mm -hmm. 
Boy, you know, I, I listened to Kaylee's and her life is so busy, you know, with uh, basketball and the coaching and trying to stay on top of schoolwork. You know, it, I, I don't know that there's a easy um, answer to any of that. Uh, just being able to take some time now and then to breathe and be with your friends and relax and be with your family, I think is important. Yeah. Yes, Sue, that reminds me, so often people say work hard, play hard, but that's one thing that I would say to ignore because I think we all need downtime. You know, if you're yeah. constantly going at something full <clears throat> throttle. So mm -hmm. I think that it's important to have those moments that, yeah, you could just take a breath and, and relax. Mm -hmm. um, Kaylee's a question for you. Wondering, now you have had this experience with Sue as a a mentor for the semester, also role models in life, parents, other teachers. Now you're looking ahead into your adult years and wondering what else would be helpful to learn from those people in your life, whether it's career focused, about relationships, uh, about just anything in life that you think you might still benefit from some advice or help. Yeah, um, I'm young. That's a tough question because I just want to be a sponge, you know, catapulting into the next few years of my life. Um, one thing that I've learned growing up is I, I don't have the answer to everything. And, you know, when you're in high school or whatever, you think that, no, like, mom, that's wrong. Or, you know, what do they know? And as I've gotten older, I've just learned to listen a little bit more um, and just be open to other perspectives and open to other people's experiences because people have gone through, you know, different things that I have and have experienced more. Um, so a one specific thing is, is hard to name, but just being open, you know, to different perspectives and viewpoints is something that I'm going to take um, as I go into my, my career. Well, that already, Mark, she was a very wise young person because <laughs> listening is so important in, in so many areas of life. Um, listening generously, I've heard people call it. Yeah. Uh, question for both of you. And now, um, you know, we are always curious how much support you got as you were growing up. And for Sue, that's a few years back, at least that's more recent. But were you able to um, have people in your life who really asked you to think already as a young person about who you wanted to be, what mattered to you in life, or were you mostly on your own with that as you were growing up? Sue, would you like to start? I, I was mostly on my own. You know, I um, uh, uh, my mom died when I was 11 and uh, my dad remarried a woman and uh, we didn't get along. So <laughs> I really was kind of floundering on my own quite a bit. And I was a part of the baby boomers. So all of our classes had like 500 kids in them and maybe two counselors. <laughs> so you were lucky if you got advice about what class to take next, let alone careers. So I really, um, I did uh, get interested in teaching only because I liked reading and writing. And, you know, that seemed like it was the, the way to go. And I did um, take classes to be a teacher. I didn't really start a career until after I went through a divorce, though. And it was like, now I've got to do this. <laughs> and I've got to support myself and my kids. And then I got serious about 
you know, taken, but maybe a workaholic serious that I had to take, uh, you know, every professional development thing that came along and uh, really be good at what I did. Yeah. So, but I, you know, guidance, I really, when I went through my divorce, I went to Women's Resource Center and they did testing about what was your, um, you know, what were your abilities, what were your interests, and they really kind of directed me to that I was in the right field and, you know, just to go along with that. So, yeah, it was, that was helpful. So some of your advice came later as you were an adult and, right. and <laughs> we all do still trying to figure life out at each right. stage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kaylise, what about you? What do you remember in terms of support growing up? Um, for me, my mom is my number one supporter. Um, so like hearing your story, Sue, that's, I never experienced that. So that was something I, I was like, wow, like what, I wonder how life could have been different for me, you know, at this point, if I didn't have the support from my mom. I mean, um, starting AAU basketball, uh, she encouraged me, you know, if this is your passion, then go for it. And she made the sacrifices necessary to make sure I was able to go to tournaments and, you know, get, always get the new basketball shoes and things like that. And even aside from basketball, when it comes to school, I mean, she graduated top of her class. I mean, class president, captain of the pom-pom squad. So she, you know, she always wanted us to achieve for the best and to strive to be the best. So, and, and my dad, he's, my parents divorced when I was younger. So my dad's very supportive as well, but there's, there's nothing like the support of a mother. So, and my mom just embodied that role. She really did. Um, she's the, the reason I'm the person I am and why I've been able to stay optimistic about my situation of not being able to play basketball for so long and, you know, getting back into school. So um, my mom, you know, she gave me all the support necessary to achieve what I, whatever I want to achieve in life. Oh, that's really awesome. So uh, Kaylee, I have a question for you. You now coach, what are the age ranges of the uh, athletes that you coach? Yeah. So I, um, originally the assistant coach, one of the assistant coaches at Aquinas, he coaches for the same AAU program. Um, it's called the Michigan basketball association or Academy, Michigan basketball Academy, um, short for MBA or long for MBA. Um, but, uh, he coaches there and he hooked me up with the owner of the program and she said, Hey, Kaylee, she reached out to me and said, I've heard good things about you in the Grand Rapids area. As far as basketball, would you be interested in assistant coaching a sixth grade team? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I show up to assistant coach the sixth grade team and the girls were awesome. The parents were awesome. I helped coach in a tournament in Fort Wayne there. And then the week after that, she called me again. She was like, hey, you're doing such a great job with our sixth graders. Would you be interested in head coaching an eighth grade team, eighth grade girls? And I was like, yes. I mean, I, it was probably premature because finals and everything coming up, but I was just so excited about it. I jumped at the opportunity to be able to coach eighth graders. They're a little bit older. They understand the game better. Um, they're a little bit more motivated to do it because sixth grade maybe – you're playing because, oh, mom thinks that basketball's cool or dad thinks basketball's cool. Once you get to the eighth grade, ninth grade range, they're actually interested and invested. So I'm having a blast with my eighth graders. Um, we actually have a tournament at Mount Pleasant this weekend. 
um, yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds like you found that passion and calling and, oh, yeah. and even some eventual conversations between you and Sue about maybe education there as well, oh, I yeah. see, you know? Mm -hmm. There's some overlap, certainly. In the past few months, the two of you have developed that mentoring relationship, what we call swap mate relationship. What would you tell someone else about the importance of intergenerational relationships? Kaylees? Um, for me, I would say go into these relationships with an open mind and an open perspective, kind of along the, the things I was saying before. Um, because Sue and I actually seem to have a lot more in common than I ever thought possible. <laughs> I mean, one of our favorite, one of my favorite commonalities is our love for travel. And Sue, she travels like it's so <laughs> awesome because I mean, even with my grandparents, they're homebodies. They don't want to travel anywhere. They want to stay in the house. And with me, I've been able to travel through basketball and other experiences. And Sue's just ready to go, you know, all around <laughs> the world. So I guess my advice um, for these uh, generational, this generational swap, um, just have an open mind and understand that we're all human beings. We all go through, you know, similar experiences. Um, yeah. Sue, what would you say yeah. is something that's I, I, I agree. I think it is so helpful to be able to meet people of a different generation, you know, I, you forget how crazy life is when you're in college <laughs> and just being able to talk to Kaylee's it was like oh my gosh I remember I was running from job to uh you know teaching and yeah and substituting and student teaching and oh my gosh it was my whole life yeah so it's been really interesting and yes I, we were amazed that we both were so into travel you know, that I, I love going overseas and of course I haven't been able to do that with the pandemic, but, and uh, Kaylee's was what, um, Puerto Rico with Mexico. I mean, she's Australia. been all over with her basketball too. Australia. Yeah, that's a yeah. place I'd love to go too. <laughs> so it's, it's been really interesting to, to get to see her and see all the things that she's doing. But what a dynamo, don't you think you're gonna, you're going to be a superstar here. <laughs> I hope so. We're very proud of her. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think she's going to take the world by fire, and she's already doing that. Mm -hmm. uh, so where do you love to travel, as long as we're talking about travel? Um, well, I, I actually was the beginning. You know, Aquinas has that Irish studies program, and I was the class just before that got going, and we did six weeks in England, Scotland, and Ireland in the summer, stayed in dorms, took classes, got, got six hours of credit for it, uh, learning about the literature and the history in those places. Uh, it just, it hooked me in. And that, you know, that was when I was 21 and I didn't get back until my kids got older. And then uh, I started taking kids, of course, to Italy because I taught Latin and I got to take my own sons to Italy, which was fun to share that. And then my son went and did a semester in Italy and I took students to meet up with him 
and he was taking me around <laughs> because he'd had a whole nother experience of the art whereas I always did the the Roman ancient Roman things so um most of Europe I've been to um but I and I was supposed to go to Morocco this fall which of course fell through so I'm ready to to go again that's awesome. Yeah, it sounds like you, yeah, you both um, have had wonderful travel experiences mm -hmm. and certainly a shared interest. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've been so delighted, Sue, that you have been part of our class experience this semester and um, just happy to see that you and Kaylee have been able to, uh, you know, get to know each other. Is there anything else you'd like to say about the Swapmate uh, experience, the class? Um, well, for me, I, I just am so grateful for the opportunity. The, the class taught me a lot. Uh, it, it helped me, I guess, broaden my perspective of the different things that I could do because I always thought, you know, basketball, basketball, basketball. But then there was, a, there was an exercise that we did where we named off, you know, okay, if this career doesn't work, then what's your next option? If this option doesn't work, what's your next option? And that one helped me realize, okay, like there are other things that I can do here. Um, as far as the class, I had a great time. And then with Sue, I'm glad that I could meet Sue. Uh, I wouldn't want to be matched with anybody else. We, we made <laughs> great connections. I learned a lot um, about just, you know, your generation is different. I learned that we can still have our commonalities. Um, and I would love to continue to build, you know, a relationship even after this class is over. You said you like to go for walks and do yoga. We can go for walks this summer. I mean, my schedule slowed down, so <laughs> it would be really cool to, to stay connected uh, after this is all said and done. That would be great. I love walking through Aquinas. Oh my gosh, that's such a beautiful campus. All the daffodils that have been out and yeah, that's, that would be a wonderful thing to do. I, it, you know, I think it is such a wonderful course. I, I wish I had had something like this when I was in college to kind of give some direction to, you know, the, well, that whole series on um, the blue zones of happiness and how to, um, you know, how to have a little more balance in your life, I guess. I think it's, it's a good, good program to have, to be able to think through those things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for those comments. I know when we have put the course together, um, the first time around, we focused a lot on career. This time we realized that relationships and happiness and being a citizen are also important parts of being mm -hmm. truly world ready mm -hmm. for the adult world. So we have a lot of fun uh, working on this. And the biggest, uh, the biggest satisfaction is the fact that we can pair our students with uh, our swap mate mentors. So we wanna thank both of you for joining us here today, Sue Miller and Kaylee's Jeffries. And we also wanna thank our listeners for tuning in to hear about A Generation Swap. We're a production of the Aquinas College Advantage Center. You can find us at aquinas.edu slash generation swap or wherever you get your podcasts. We're looking forward to swapping stories again with you next time. <laughs>